Hello. Hello. <laughs> that was good. Hey, everyone. Welcome to another episode, or your first episode if you're new here, to the Stumblewell podcast. I'm Halise, a digital storyteller and video producer. And I'm Mr. Halise, and I was addicted to coffee and caffeine. And this is the Stumblewell podcast. A couple that you know talking about relationships. I can't talk today. Relationship stuff and things like such as. Yeah. Roll the music. Today's episode, we are talking about, this is actually a response to an article that we both read. And we kind of haven't really talked about it with each other. We just both read the article. I think it's more of like a blog post that was uploaded onto the HuffPost website when they had like a community sort of forum thing. Oh, okay. It's that. We'll link to the article in the show notes. So that way, if you want to pause the podcast and go read it real quick, and then everything will make sense. But I don't think you'll need to read the article. We'll give you like the gist of it. It's a quick read though. Yeah. Without like ruining it for you, I guess. Um, and it'll probably be sort of leaked to a degree in the title of this podcast episode of something like he left her for dishes, you know, or she left him for dishes or something like that. So the article is a man. I don't know if he's considered young or old, but a man cisgendered male, cisgendered male. Yes. Is talking about why his now ex-wife left him. And the gist of it is that he didn't put the dishes away. And that's why she left him. Yeah, he distills the whole problem with the marriage as not putting in, not putting dishes away. Yeah. Yeah. And I will say it's interesting because I think he makes some very valid points in the article. You can tell he's grown from the experience. Um, It is still a little mansplainy. But I felt like it was an interesting article for us to both read because a lot of the points he made... I felt related to our first few years of marriage and some of the growth that I felt you needed to do. <laughs> yeah, no, so I'm, I'm not saying that um, he's wrong on all points. I'm yeah. not saying that he's not bringing up a good, uh, just a good argument. Yeah. I just don't like him. <laughs> he, yeah. I just don't like him. And um, his writing voice is very mansplaining. It seems like he's grown in the way that a tapeworm has grown. Or like an ingrown toenail or hair. Wow. It's like it's 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 grown technically, but uh in the right direction? Wow. Possibly. So one thing so let's go positives of the article. Let's Okay. Right? I don't know what notes you wrote. So I felt like the article was again a bit mansplainy. That's a negative though. We're talking positives. I felt like the article was really He got to like the heart, I think, of what bothers a lot of people in relationships in that the little things matter and the little things matter because they are, I think, emotionally, we have those little things amplify to mean bigger things. And I think, I mean, he comes at it very much from like, again, the cisgendered male point of view, but I do feel like this can go both ways. Like any type of relationship can have these, the little things bother me thing. Um, because the main point he makes is that 
it wasn't actually about the fact that I didn't put the dishes away. It was about the fact that she was asking me to do something because it mattered to her. And I just didn't do it. And like that is that act, even though it is so simple, is indicative of like, so you don't respect me, you know, because I'm asking you to do this very simple thing and you still won't do it. Even yeah, you, though you know it bothers me. It almost seems like you refuse to do it. Yeah. Flat out. Yeah. And openly defiant. Yeah. And I totally and I was like, oh good, he got that. <laughs> he figured that out. Good job. <laughs> it's a bummer that his marriage had to end for him to figure that out. But I was like, yes. Cause I felt like even with me in, in the first few years of our marriage, I think some of it was just like we just have different levels of cleanliness. And I now know that I'm a little like much. No, it's because of how you were raised. Right. Yeah. Military families. It's just another level of stuff. Anyway. And I was allowed to be a slob. Yeah. And so... What's the problem? (laughs) And so for me, it it was really, really frustrating that, like, yeah, I would ask you to do things. Or it was just like, if you are going to do it, like, you know, do it the whole way sort of thing. And then you just kind of like wouldn't. It's like, and a piece of me dies. So the article, the core premise of the article is valid. Yeah. I think that men, and so like I would use it as a springboard onto men are inherently, well, I don't know if I want to typecast all men. Yeah, but I was going to say, I don't know some, if you do that. Some partners, if, you're, if there's like a rift in the relationship, it's because of selfishness. It's because of... Mm self-centeredness it's because you're not looking outside of yourself even within the marriage it's still two different people not yet fully assimilated into each other like i think that's where most of the rift is and so when i reread this yeah with us you're nine in the relationship 10 yeah you're 10 in the relationship you're nine in the marriage yeah 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 um i look at some of the points that he's making and i'm like duh (laughs) <laughs> like, well, well I, I made a note where it's like, all of a sudden, it's not about something as benign and meaningless as a dirty dish. And I put a hyphen and wrote, duh. <laughs> no, duh. It's not about the one stupid. And he keeps like, I, it, to me, it came off as a man who's using quasi stream of consciousness with good grammar mm-hmm. um, and good like paragraph structure to come to terms with how their marriage ended. Mm. You know, and again, as I alluded to at the beginning of the episode, it didn't all come down to like that one dish. Right. It be, it was a pattern of behavior. So it was you leaving. And he mentioned it in the rest of the article, leaving clothes on the floor. Right. Not doing stuff with the kid. And they had a kid. Oh, I didn't read that part. Did I skip that? It was just like a list of things where it's like oh. showing I care means doing things with the kid or kid right, related right. things so that she can relax. And yeah. it's like, uh-huh. All of those things. Oh, I, I think I read that and thought he was just giving examples that I didn't know if they were necessarily necessarily like his situation, but right. I guess you could take it as, yeah. I mean, Go ahead. I'm just kind of taking everything that he writes at face value, that this was his experience. Yeah. But so it wasn't just the dish. The dish is one, like you're using that as an example and it's sort of, um, what do you call it, clickbaity? Well, yeah. But yeah, so it's, it's because you refused on many different occasions, on many different fronts, to do the thing that was expected of you. Is there a way for you to learn how to be married without 
actually being married. You know what I mean? Like, is there a way to learn how to get into that mindset of thinking outside of yourself a bit? Because I, th- I remember I was talking to my dad the other day. My mom's been super stressed with work and stuff, and so I was talking to my dad about it. And I brought up how you and I had, like, sort of similar, th- like, struggles when we first got married. And I felt like so much of it was this, like, this idea of, and I think we've talked about this too, where I felt like I was, you were trying to make me your mom, mm. like in relation to keeping things clean and tidy or whatever, and like not getting mad at you about things. But it was just like, I'm not your mom. <laughs> and also, like, your mother's love for you is unconditional. My love <laughs> Mine as is your voluntary. Wife, no, my love as your wife has conditions. Mm. Like, I have conditions to being with you. <laughs> and here's what some of them need to be. Like, you have to figure this out, right. you know? Like, I don't know if there's a way. I guess I'm wondering, like, is there a way for parents potentially to teach their, not children, because your children don't need to be thinking about getting married, but how, thinking how to, like, you know what I mean? How to build that into raising a child? It's just relationship building. It's yeah. sympathy and empathy. But it's being able to recognize, because... There's a time in the marriage now where I stop and think about things. So mm-hmm. am I being selfish with my time right now? Am I not doing enough? But I'm doing it now because it's at the forefront. These are conditions where it's either been too long, I haven't heard from you enough, or in a while. And so I just start to think, am I doing something wrong? Or and No, and that's not a negative, but it's mm-hmm. like, am I, am I being selfish right now? Yeah. Like, am I not being considerate? Um, I don't know. I don't know because I mean, what children with children, it's going to be just like a learned behavior. It's just going to be instilled in them. They're parroting. So it's like, I learned this. I can speak about it. Cool. But can you emotionally speak about it? I'm not for, I'm not sure. Yeah. Teenagers, very self-centered, very much into like forming their own stuff and situations. Yeah. Can they do it? I'm not fully sure. Yeah. Beep, 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 beep. Hey everyone, thank you so much for listening slash watching the Stumblewell podcast. We really appreciate it. A few quick announcements that I'm sure some of you are already well versed in and know. If you're listening or if you're watching us on YouTube, please let the ads play. That really helps us out um, with AdSense revenue and all that kind of fun stuff. Um, but you know, if the ads trash or if it's like a whole documentary or something mm-hmm. crazy, you know, skip. But If you can sit through a minute, really appreciate it. Thank you. Um, The other thing, if you are listening to us on your podcast platform, wherever you are listening to us, please rate us on that platform. It really helps us out with discoverability, all that kind of stuff as well. And, you know, if you want to leave a review, thank you. Four or five stars, please. (laughs) Anyway, the next thing you can do, though, if you want to take it a step further, is consider supporting this podcast on Patreon, patreon.com slash halise. There you get early access to videos as well as private weekly vlogs from me and you get early access to these podcasts before they go out to the general public. It's a good time and we are trying to hit some goals. So thank you so much in advance for considering supporting us on Patreon. And then finally there's merch, but like, you know, don't stress about that. If you're doing any of the other such things that I've mentioned before, you're awesome. Thank you so much. Like the video if you're watching us on the YouTubes. Okay, back to the thing. And I'm here too. Yeah.
is it all about respect those times where I was, you know, not doing the laundry or leaving stuff around or not really doing my share? Was it, did you feel like it was uh, like a mark on your respect or my respect for you? Yeah, I think I really did internalize it that way. Of course, again, like we just mentioned, I didn't have the emotional intelligence to, I think, verbalize that well. Mm. Um, I think I, 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 I definitely remember like once we got to um, the house we lived in, I do remember we had one arg or like one discussion. Well, I guess it for was us an argument, it was discussion, an argument, whatever. They don't blow up, but right. I think, but I think so I finally was starting to get the language right when I was just like, I can't even trust you to do this when I ask you. So why would I trust you to do anything beyond that? Right. And like you kind of like paused. I think that was the best way I yeah. got to you. The language was very biting but i mean appropriately so yeah and i think yeah that was like i would say that was the best like one of the few times i communicated it like accurately you know there was a time where yeah i mean it, nothing mattered. like i would go to work and i would come home and i would just want to you know do my own thing or yeah whatever but it wasn't all about the chores it wasn't all about the errands it wasn't all about the honeydews or anything like that it was just things that's why i didn't do yard work as well because I just didn't want to use my energy my remaining energy that wasn't at work mm -hmm. on anything that I didn't perceive as fun or had like you know I don't know it, just a certain point value assigned to it yeah just value in general like right but that didn't mean that I didn't value you mm. it just meant that but and so and like here's a disconnect I appreciated you doing the things but I didn't want to do them because <laughs> I didn't it's not that I didn't see value in it I didn't see value in me doing it mm. um, that's interesting but you saw value in me doing it well I, I saw value <laughs> in it getting done ah okay um, <laughs> that's fast that's a little bit of dissonance for you right no yeah there. I mean that's that's complete dissonance cognitive um, dissonance there but it it and it just like it just didn't click it's like, oh, okay, well, I'm not hearing about it being an issue. And it's not like I was ever double-checking, like, oh, is this a problem? It's just like, oh, I'm not hearing anything about it, so we're good. But then I think the biggest thing in the article was, mm. I wasn't sorry, I keep saying that, like it's coming to a culmination, but one of the things in the article was he was saying something about how women can't verbalize how they feel about certain things because then they come off as crazy. Yeah. But it's like, <laughs> well, no, because you've actually led them to more or less go crazy. Right. You've led them to think and double think and rethink about every action that you have or have not taken. And then you're making them second guess all of the feelings that they have for you, whether you reflect the, the same opinions or the same, you know, opinions on, I'm just repeating myself, but whether you're reflecting the same emotions um, as well. Yeah. And it's, you've, you force them to just think and think and think and think, and they've tumbled over the cliff. And now they're just spewing all this emotion and thoughts at you, and they don't make sense to you because you have not tread that path, <laughs> that emotional trauma yeah, that led her down or led them down that, that road here. Right. And so it's easy to dismiss it, it's, I'm, I'm assuming, because you feel like, oh, well, they're just talking crazy. It's like, it's not crazy. You, you are at fault. You just can't follow the signs. She's not in, in a state right now where she can explain how that makes sense. Yeah. 
you need to figure it out. <laughs> yeah. On the one hand, I understand like what he's trying to get at or whatever. But on the other hand, I am as, as someone who has been in that state as well. Like I could feel like myself in the state and being like, oh my god, nothing I'm saying makes sense right now. Like I'm th- I'm self aware enough to know that nothing I'm saying makes sense right now. <laughs> you know. <laughs> See, but in times like that, it's not about the words that you're saying. It's about what you're feeling and how you're saying them. And so, again, me in in my more mature, it's not like the most mature, but my more mature state can take in those moments and just dissect them, digest them, and then react appropriately. I guess so. I think for me the struggle is I don't want to get there. And I know, and we've talked like to that sort of state, and we've talked about this before, Ah. where I remember I would say things to you like, "But why did it have to get to this for you to do something, or for you to care, or for you to like change, or for like whatever the thing? Like, why did I have to like blow up at you? Why couldn't I just like? Because it's like I'm not saying anything I haven't already told you. Right. So why did it have to get to this point? Because that's the thing. I don't like feeling. I don't like feeling like I'm not in control of myself. I hate that, you know? So the, the author mentioned, when he was, he's talking about women, and he's like, well, you know, and some women would disagree with me, and they would think, they don't think it's possible that their husbands don't know how their actions make them feel because she has told him, sometimes with tears in her eyes, over and over and over and over again, how upset it makes her and how much it hurts. And this is important. Telling a man something that doesn't make sense to him once or a million times doesn't make him know, quote-unquote, something. Right or wrong, he would never feel hurt in the same situation were reversed, so he doesn't think his wife should hurt. Pretty much in that paragraph, mm-hmm. he's right. It doesn't matter how many times you've told somebody one and one is two. Yeah. If they still see or believe that one and one is three, then it's like, well, it doesn't matter. Like, I understand your point. Yeah. I understand you saying it. Yeah. But it's not going to sink. So what took, so in, I guess, an example with us, like what took for it to sink in? Or was it just more like you just had to gradually figure it out on your own? Like, do you think it was the fact that I would blow up at you that it would sink in? Or was it just, you know what I mean? I wouldn't have figured it out otherwise. It's seeing how it puts you in an emotional state. Mm. That's interesting. And how it made you mad at me. It's like, why why would she be mad at me? It's because you're failing. (laughs) No, you are. You're failing at not everything. You're just failing at one thing. Yeah. Like in that one particular instance, you failed. Hmm. There is no saving grace. You jacked it up. And so are you just going to keep repeating it? Or has it gotten to the point where you've seen how it upsets her or them Mm -hmm. and you're going to do something about it? Yeah. And so with me, it just took a little bit of time. I would make a little bit more effort, do a little bit more, and then potentially get to the point where it was acceptable or satisfactory. And I still feel like there are things that I don't do well, Mm -hmm. like cleaning the tub or some of these other things. Sure. That's true. Yeah. I guess that's just, that's really hard for me. I think that's one of the hardest things for me in the relationship in general is trying just just having to be okay with the fact that, yeah, sometimes things are just going to be 
like there just has to be a certain level of like hard confrontation you know Mm -hmm. for both parties to just like grow in that way Mm -hmm. i just don't i guess for me it's just like but i communicated so why (laughs) you know see but the confrontation is structure it's the parameter yeah it's the emotional parameter where you've you've done and you've crossed the line over and over and over again but now the confrontation makes you hopefully realize that crossing the line there was not okay yeah and so are you going to self-correct are you going to self-correct for a short period of time Mm. or are you going to gradually start self-correcting and then trying not to go back again yeah so it's just like which which level are you getting to yeah, I guess it's, I think the thing that's still hard for me, and I don't know if this is just the whole perfection side of myself, maybe, is that I still feel like marriage is like, dang, this is hard sometimes. It's real hard sometimes. <laughs> and it's more just like, oh, uh, like I, I, I definitely fall into a spiral of overthinking of like when we do have a con- confrontational moment, mm-hmm. and I'm just like, why am I even here, first of all? <laughs> Why am I even here? This is dumb. <laughs> Just bounce. Just leave. Because <laughs> this is like, I think you. I think I keep subconsciously and a little consciously waiting for there to never be something that we're working on. But mm. that's like literally not what marriage is, you know? That's not what life is. That too. Still struggling with that understanding as well. <laughs> But that's what life is. You're always working on something, you know? (sighs) So what do you think about this line in the article? Okay. Where he (laughs) says, if you just tell me what you want me to do, I'll gladly do it. I hate that. I think it's so dumb. Because it's like, here's the thing, fam. (laughs) I told you what to do. (laughs) And then you didn't do it. Like, you knew you weren't putting the dishes away. And I had already said I want you to put the dishes away. Then you didn't. And I know from experience that I can tell you what to do and then you still won't do it, (laughs) you Mm. know? Okay. I just, you know, I just think that's silly. It's like, I remember when we were having issues around, like, housework in general, there was another, I think, argument we had where I was just like, here's everything that, like, has to get done to keep the house relatively tidy. We need to, like, it was a bigger house. It was just, like, you need to sweep, like, twice a week. You mop like once a week, dust some stuff once a week. Like, and I remember I was like, I finally said to you, why don't you? And I think he mentions this in the article as well of like, yeah, I want you to use your obviously intelligent mind to figure out how all of these things are going to get done in a week's time because I'm not asking you to do anything that I'm not already doing. You know, like that was the big thing. And so. I don't think it, yeah, the whole, like, well, if you just tell me what you want done, I'll do it. It's like, but you know what to do. You just haven't had to think about it before. But you know what needs to be done. You've already said that you appreciate that I do it. <laughs> you know what I mean? So you know what you know what I'm doing. So go do it. <laughs> so first off, I'm on your side. I need you to come down emotionally a little bit. Because you're you're sinking back either into previous Holly's <laughs> form or like you're getting mad at the dude, but it's like you're not mad at me right now. I understand. So just do what you need to do there. All right. Um, so my note, 
my notes were this is flawed. It's um, it's also hypocritical because later in the argument, he mentions that the glass didn't matter because it's about putting the the glass in the dishwasher, mm-hmm. and he'd put it away if the situation called for it or when he felt like it. Like there were conditions as to when he would actually put it away. Right. Um, and it was. Just making sure we're recording still. Oh. And it was like, yeah, so why would I leave the dish out anyway? Maybe I wanted to use it again. Or just blah, 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 all these other things. Right. And I didn't want to spend the time. And he keeps harping on, like, the time. Because it literally takes, quote, unquote, four seconds, literally, I guess. Right. To put the dish in the dishwasher. Yeah, but, I mean, so, again, it's just when I read that argument or that statement where it's like, it's literally only four seconds. It's like, yeah, so you've you finally internalized it after the consequence was great enough you getting divorced yeah for you to realize oh it was a thing and then it it leads to my biggest issue with the article which was uh, i'm just trying to find it here ah so he mentions i don't have to understand why she cares so much about the stupid glass i just have to understand and respect that she does and that's that's my thing it's like no so you've already missed the point Oh. You have to understand why she cares about the glass. You do. Oh. You don't... Really? Well, it's like, well, so... It's like saying, well, so this dragon gets upset when I step on its tail. Mm -hmm. So I don't have to understand why the dragon's upset. (laughs) I just need to not step on the tail. (laughs) I just need to realize that it cares if I step on the tail. It's like, no, so... It's extremely superficial. You're just doing a, a survival instinct, mm-hmm. and it's not allowing you to fully to to develop a little bit more fully ah. in the relationship emotionally. Yeah. So, like, I know that you feel X, Y, and Z about you know if I do or don't do something because you've mentioned it before. Right. And then it's not. I want to avoid the article, or I want to avoid her nagging me, or you know, blah blah blah. Oh, I see what you're saying. I ju- you need to understand, like, well, so when you don't do that, it makes me feel like your mate. Mm-hmm. It makes me feel like your mom, and I'm not. Yeah. Because I had I had to watch the kid all day. I'm just listing stuff. I had right, to watch right, the right. kid all day. I had to do all this other stuff, and then you come home and you just you know throw all this other stuff. No one gave you the title of king. Right. So why are you treating me like someone who's subservient to you? It's like okay. So did you understand that? Or are you just ignoring the, the what is it? You're just ignoring the conflict. Mm. And so people are efficient. Again, human beings are efficient. Yeah. And if you could just do one simple thing to avoid conflict, then you're going to do it. But you're robbing yourself of knowing your partner that much more. So that was my biggest, that was... God, I keep I keep making these like grand statements. That was my biggest thing with the article. <laughs> that was just one of the things where I when I read it, I thought, you ain't learned nothing. Well, my rebuttal to that would be is that just where he has to start right now? Like oh, at the time. How old is this article? I don't know, bro. Okay, it's been a month, a minute. Okay. But is that just like at the time that like that understanding that for him is just like as far as he's gotten for now you know what i mean sure because i i would wonder like because even with some of the things that bothered me for example i'll use like a more serious example from our past right 
mm-hmm. when you and I were, when Trayvon Martin was shot and you and I were having a lot of discussions about racial inequality in this country. Mm-hmm. Um, and I kind of had this moment of realization of like, oh no, you need to get this or we can't be married. <laughs> you know? Um, I think that, I think you, and you were very honest about it. You, you were like, I don't get it, but I know how it makes you feel, so I'm just going with that for now. And that's where you started. You still, I think you still didn't really agree or completely understand, you, but you knew how it made me feel, so that was just enough. Mm-hmm. I wonder if they, I mean, he's kind of doing it on superficial shit like dishes, but I wonder if it's like a similar thing. You know what I mean? So if you, again, if you use it as a starting point, then it's fine, mm-hmm. but you need to actually gain something from it. But so in those instances, I just learned, okay, so you don't understand. Remember you had another argument, uh, conversation, argument conversation with someone else that you knew from high school and you, you, you felt like an obligation to try to help them mm-hmm. come to an understanding. It's like, yeah, so he doesn't understand. Yeah. And he's not taking the time to realize the deficit mm. and to just shut up <laughs> and absorb. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to wait and I'm going to listen and I'm going to figure it out on the back end. Some people don't have this level of, and I'm, man, I'm not trying to talk myself up, but some people don't. Yeah. Some people don't understand that you need to shut up with your own opinions. And if you're going to avoid the conflict is fine, mm-hmm. but you need to understand why the conflict is still there or potentially still there. Mm. and then learn to understand it. Learn to deal with it. Inform yourself. Make yourself a little bit better, and then help the relationship between the two people, you, me, and, like, whoever else, me and you, I guess. Sure. um, Develop a little bit more. Because it's like, I I didn't understand it, and I told you I didn't understand it, but then there was a time where saying I didn't understand wasn't going to help anything. Was it going to advance my understanding? It was going to make you more frustrated. Mm. It was going to bring you down. So I just stopped saying it. And I just started listening. I didn't shut down, but mm-hmm. I just started trying to figure out why is doing more research on my own, like listening to you, talking to you about some other stuff. And then we got to a point where I understood. And that was far and away from the point where I was, quote unquote, woke. I, I don't think that's, I don't like using that term because it's like, do you understand or not? <laughs> No, yeah. I, well, I think I do. You, you don't. You either do or you don't. Yeah. Um, so that's, that's my counter to that. Okay. All right. I was just throwing it out there, you know, like he's starting somewhere, you know, that's something. Fine. Give me something. This, this dude can't even like. <laughs> to work with. Defend himself for God's sake. Um, that's interesting. It would be interesting to talk to this guy now, see what, what he's does he concur with himself still? Has there been further growth? You know what I mean? I actually didn't get, this is interesting because I feel like a lot of this actually comes down to how you perceive his writing and like his voice as well. Mm. Because I read that section and- up and never get snuggled. <laughs> because I read that section and I thought, I didn't take that away from it. Mm. Like I didn't read it thinking like, oh, he's so detached and this and that and the third. I felt like it was actually a bit conflated. I was like, oh, I don't know if she don't feel safe with you. I don't go that far. I also thought that. Calm down a little bit with that. But (laughs) she definitely thinks you probably, like, she probably feels, and rightfully so, that you don't respect her. Yeah, sure. I'd take it there. Love, eh, 
I mean, uh, I guess the thing to me is also that I think respect and love are synon- synonyms. Synonymous? Mm-hmm. Synonymous? I think respect and love are synonymous with each other. And I, I realize that based on how he's writing things. Mm. You know, I think he thinks that, or he thought, I think now he's beginning to understand that respect and love are synonymous. But I think he thought that love was a little more just like, again, the sort of stereotypical stuff. Like, everyone seems to want the grandiose thing, but nobody really focuses on, like, but it's the day-to-day shit, though. Like, truly, you know? Most engagements, most scenarios with other people mm-hmm. comes down to whether I want to die on this hill or not. Yeah, because we'd be having arguments about that, and I'm like, I'm ready to die on every hill that comes before me. Okay. <laughs> yeah. This that is where we differ. <laughs> we're hitting we're hitting a nerve on this conversation. I feel like we're just we're, we brought you brought this topic up so we could talk about it. So no, but I feel like we're hitting a nerve. No, not on purpose. Like you know, you just mentioned that it's like, oh yeah, we we differ on that because I'd be ready to just like go to war. Well, and it's it's also how I engage in other people, yeah. like at work and all this other stuff. It's like, oh, you said something stupid. Um, like, am I how how am I going to react to that? So I mean, if there's an argument between us and it's hey so put your empty seltzer cans in the recycling topical (laughs) put them in the recycling yeah it's like okay because he mentions in the article well you know and i think he i think he speaks broadly about men it's like you know men just want to be not problematic but you know we just want to be argumentative so i mean if there's something that i don't want to do i'm just gonna you know I'm just going to be antagonistic and not do it and then tell you why I don't want to do it and then not do it actively to make you upset or something. It's like, okay, so are you going to go through all of that emotional effort and physical effort to spite somebody who who you you supposedly love? love? Man, we were on the same wavelength there. (laughs) Um, Instead of just fixing yourself. Yeah. Like you're gonna you're gonna do all of that instead of doing the solution and then trying to do that same solution in the future and like seeing that. Like you're really gonna do all that? Well, you know what I will say. Something I will say is I did adjust my language with things as well. I didn't ask like, "Hey, do you want to wash the dishes?" or "Hey, do you want to wash the tub?" Because I know the answer to that question. And that's like I will say not to like. I do feel like women as we like get old or not even as we get older, but we're taught growing up to like soften our language a lot. And so I had realized in those moments, like I was softening my language. Like I want you to do this thing. And now it's just like, Hey love, can you clean the tub please? And like, there's still some soft language in there, but it is just like, that's good managerial language. Here's what I want you to do. (laughs) You take the, you take the want out of the ask. Yeah. And you just because, say it. Because nobody wants to do it. I don't right. want to do it. You know, <laughs> why would I? I know you don't want to do it. And so really it's more just like, yeah. Hey, can you vacuum, please? Because and then usually sometimes I will do like add something else to it. Like literally say what you can see I'm doing. You know, hey, can you vacuum, please? Because I'm trying to get the dishes done. Right. And so it's like that is very. Like, yeah, that is very managerial type. Here's what I'm doing. What you doing? <laughs> you know? Well, so there there are conversations that we've had in the past with past conflict 
yeah. right? Where I know that the dishes, we're still recording. Okay. I All know right, that the dishes. Continue. I need to just ask you. Sorry. I know that the dishes are are a, a point of contention. And uh-huh. so it's not even, we just we just flip-flop between who does it. Yeah, that's like not a thing it's like, anymore. I don't want to, because it's, and it's not even doing the dishes. It's putting everything into the dishwasher, like cleaning up after dinner or something. Mm-hmm. It's like, all right. Sometimes I just do it. I don't want to do it, but I just start doing it. Yeah. Because it, it needs to be done or you, you need to do X, Y, and Z, and I don't know. Yeah. Well, that's, I mean, and that's something I think we've both just kind of figured out how to do, where it's like, oh, we've moved past the whole thing of actually feeling like someone, like, okay, I have to say this so that it will start happening. Right. Like, we've moved past that, and now it's just somebody does it. It just gets done, you know? So that's cool. We'll get to that point with a tub, maybe. Maybe. We'll see. Um, something else I was just thinking about with this guy. Do you think he might be just, like, I don't want to say narcissistic, because I think that's too far. That's too harsh language. But do you think that he might just be incapable of looking past himself? You know what I mean? Um, I'm trying to give him the benefit of the doubt, like growth. You can make that argument. I just think I don't know the dude. And then it's been, I'm assuming, long, like a long time. I mean, so he keeps talking about, we're just going to, I mean, to answer your question, I'm not sure. I hope, I hope so. Otherwise, he's not going to have successful relationships with anybody. I also just wonder, though, how much people deal with. You found you made sure to marry someone who was easy to push around. You know mm. what I mean? I just didn't like the way that he concludes the article. It just, it's, it's a lot. Everything changes forever? Well, it, this last paragraph, it's once uh, someone figures out how to help a man equate the glass situation parentheses, which does not and will never affect him emotionally. With deeply wounding with his deeply wife. With deeply wounding his wife and making her feel... Cause I, I just stopped at that, the parentheses, and I was like... You still then ain't, you ain't You ain't never gonna know nothing. With deeply wound, wounding his wife and making her feel sad, alone, unloved, abandoned, disrespected, afraid, etc. Once men really grasp that and accept it as true, even though it doesn't make sense to them, Everything changes forever. Here's my thing with that line too, because that is like, wow, you could have, you could go sit down, but it really, wow, that actually like really gets to the heart of the whole like racism discussion. Racism. <laughs> oh man. I'm sorry, not to like take it there, but kind of, because it is like, I feel like as as a black person, you're kind of damned if you do and damned if you don't. So. On the one hand, if you keep talking about everything racial that's going on and why it's bothering you and all of that, people are like, dang, you're talking about race all the time. It's so frustrating. Ugh. But at the same time, it's like, if I don't say something, though, how do we make sure things change? You know what I'm saying? Actually, I am going to agree with you. Yeah, he really doesn't get it. Because (laughs) now that you said it, like you said it out loud, it really is like you're being super tone deaf. Like, you don't actually, let me see it again. You don't actually get the point. He didn't grow whenever he wrote this, which I guess was 2016. So here's my thing. his wife. If you, like, in the relationship as like a cisgender man. Like, why do you want man, me to help you get something? You need to get it. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, yeah. So in a relationship with a cisgendered man and a cisgender, I'm about to pop off. So okay. it's like cisgender man, cisgender woman. Cool. 
in a relationship between somebody who doesn't understand racism, somebody who is racist, uh, uh, and, and somebody who just like, I don't understand what the big uproar is. I'm going to keep doing, you know, I'm going to keep eating my Cheerios. Uh-huh. Like, Here's the thing. <laughs> you either understand that other people have emotions and thoughts and brains and are wholly capable of just having opinions and just having feelings and just yeah. having lived experiences that are crappy, good, bad, excellent, whatever. Throw in the qualifier. You either understand that or you don't. And so it doesn't matter that, you know, like I don't perceive racism. So what is the problem? I don't understand why everybody, it's like the racism is there yeah. because you can't see it. And because you can't see the people that it hurts doesn't mean that it's not there and it's not <laughs> digging in and it hasn't been burned into the skin yeah, and has always left that scar. And that, that tissue, that's, that skin will never be the same again. It's, a, it's because just because you can't understand it doesn't mean it's not there. Just because you can't see the virus doesn't mean it's not there. Just because you can't see the air doesn't mean it's not there. You just need to shut up. <laughs> not you. I'm not, telling, I'm not telling this to you, but you just need to shut right, up right. and listen. Yeah. You need to understand, put yourself into somebody else's shoes and be compassionate and empathetic for one effing moment in your life and just understand that there is hurt. Understand that there is emotion. Understand that you not doing anything, you not understanding is, is only pushing the problem worse. Yeah. It's only making the problem bigger. Yeah. And so you need to just fix yourself. Mm. You're all about the self-work. Okay. You just need to do it. Yeah. Because, I mean, you're either a productive member of society that is helping other people and that is engaging with other people and can engage in conversations that are productive or you're not. Mm. And then you're a leech on society. And I have all sorts of statements about that. But. That's interesting. I was going to say, to br- I know you, hey. Garbage. We're on the same side. Like know, you said earlier, we're on the same side. I read the paragraph, I had feelings, and then you brought in racism, and I was like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> we're on the same side. Are we still recording? We're still recording. Okay, cool. Um, I just remembered, right, for you, and I feel like this is another point worth making, is that for some people, like, we don't get the benefit of not being in control of our emotions. Mm -hmm. And I think you are one of those people because you know how much you can lose control of yourself, like in regards to just anger or frustration and like all those other things. Mm. And so for you, you're, I think you're just one of those people where you're just like, I don't get the benefit of losing my composure in a situation not to say that you have like anger management <laughs> issues or something like that, but I can't, I have seen when you are like visibly upset and it is like, oh shit, you're like mad. <laughs> you're like big mad, you know? <laughs> yeah, he didn't learn anything. Hopefully he has. He wrote this in 2016. It's now 2020 for better or worse. Fair enough. It's writing about relationships. It's relatable to everybody. Huff post. But men don't understand. They don't understand why the dish matters. Here's and they're never going to understand it. My other thing too here is like, no, that's not the way to do this because then truly men have an excuse now to not grow Mm. and evolve. So no, men can't understand. We will make them, (laughs) you know? So so that's how we get better as a society. (laughs) 
So my question is, did he, did his wife or ex-wife not have enough grace? Like, did I have more grace with you? And so I ended up, we ended up not getting divorced. And so like you showed me a little bit of grace and then you still erupted at me and allowed me to understand and then grow. Uh uh And then with him, it's, so the wife tried to maybe show the same situation. Maybe she didn't have enough grace or he just refused to grow and say, okay, so yeah, you got, not that you got what you deserve, but it's like, yeah, if X, then Y. Yeah. No, I think I would venture to say just being a cisgendered woman on this earth as well. I'm pretty sure she probably gave him a lot of grace Mm. (laughs) and he just did not rise to the occasion. And similar to the bring it full circle, I think bring it back to that point of like, why did it have to get this far for you to kind of seem like maybe you got us, you, you started to brush the canopy of understanding the conversation. He saw the canopy and even brushed it, you know, he even touched it. But so it's like, it took you getting divorced to begin to even brush the conversation or like brush the canopy of the conversation of understanding. So yeah, it's going to take Lord knows what for you to actually truly comprehend what happened to you. And not even happened to you, but kind of like what you did to yourself, basically. How you... She might just not have been worth it to him. Sabotage. That's the other thing, too. I'm s- I am mean, not to well, be a slight on her, but it's she like... She was not worth it to him. I think that's a big thing, though. Like, I've said that, like, I've said similar things to you. Like, I knew that you were the right person for me because I actually cared what you thought about me. I don't oh. care what most people think about me. He didn't want to compromise his own values. Maybe. And, um, you know, marriage is all about compromise. There's things that I do for you that's like, if you weren't here, I wouldn't do it. And vice versa. I know there's things, there's tons of things you do for me that if I wasn't here, you wouldn't do it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know? So, but it's because you feel like I'm worth it. And vice versa, I feel like you're worth it. So, I think maybe to him, she wasn't worth it. Or maybe he realized she was worth it, but it was too late. So, bummer, but... So the dish in the dishwasher was his ability to step into and empathize with his wife. So he refused to put the dish in the dishwasher, and he refused to see her point of view. Yeah. He re- like, he just flat out just didn't do it, wouldn't do it, was argumentative against it. So will he ever? Who knows? That's a good question. Hopefully he finds someone that in his mind feels worth it and then he does it. But mm. he may he may never, you know, I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> that feels like a natural wrap to this conversation. Woo, we got emotional. We did. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Emotions. Who'd have thought? Not me. Um in the comments below, for those of y'all watching on YouTube, mm. how uh what do you feel about the article? Discussions. <laughs> do you feel like we were spot on with our assessment of his failures as a man? <laughs> so far. That's staying in. <laughs> that was too much. Anyway, continue this, this continue the discussion with us in the comments on said article. Again, we'll leave it in the description box and in the show notes for y'all listening so you can go read it. I just felt like it was an interesting take on on things that I think everyone goes through in long-term relationships especially like once you move in together Mm. is like everybody goes through a variation of this struggle you know so it felt very relatable and topical to 
people reg- hashtag it regardless of what type of relationship cis or not that you're in yeah um anyway that's me i'm halise and i'm <laughs> chris mr Hall- i don't care and i'm her husband <laughs> stumble well stumble on and we'll see you next time bye, bye.